0: Welcome back to When Banned Things Happen to Good People, a podcast about censorship and the arts. My name's Todd Sullivan. With me, as always, is Oren Barter. That's that's my name. That's that's his don't, name. Don't wear it out. And today, we read a few books that were pulled just last week. We read them all through just to give them a peek. <laughs> and now we decide if it was for good or for bad, this thing that has made all the conservatives mad. <laughs>
1: I feel bad for not coming up with a rhyme. You fucker, you stole the show. Yeah,
0: no, I knew I knew a couple of days ago that I was gonna to have to open it with a rhyme, and uh, I tried I tried a couple of days ago when it was like, I I don't know how to do this. And then after reading like five Dr. Seuss books back to back today, it was like, oh, okay, I think I get it.
1: How about this? When um, conservatives are mad, you shouldn't be wary. Their arguments tend to be very contrary.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think so, there's, I've, I've discovered that there's basically two tricks that Dr. Seuss uses when he's rhyming. And one is to go with like really easy words to rhyme. Mm-hmm. And then the other it's is just to make just, shit up. It's to just, just invent words. Just, yes. Uh, that's the easiest way to do it. Um, it, it.
1: Honestly, that is a great, Shakespeare. Love to do that too.
0: So, yeah, we're talking about Dr. Seuss today. Uh, Dr. Seuss and the six books that have been pulled. By Dr. Seuss Enterprises, which is the the company that kind of handles all of his uh, his publishing rights. Wait, wait, wait! Dr. Seuss
1: six... Enterprises handles the Dr. Seuss books, really?
0: That's right. That is correct. Wow! You'd think I don't that think they you... were maybe. Yeah. You'd think that maybe they were a pharmaceutical company. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> they're not. <laughs> they definitely deal with the Dr. Seuss books. Um. So, talk, who was Dr. Seuss? Do you know? Do you know what his real name was?
1: Doctor Seuss. His name was uh, Stephen Melibrik Oppenheimer, and he was a doctor Seuss of psychology. Name right? Yes. No, okay. I, I, I honestly I don't know. Was Doctor really Seuss, Seuss? Here's a question
0: for you. Was Doctor okay. Seuss an actual doctor?
1: Yes. No. No. Of course no, he, he wasn't. wasn't. How
0: silly would that be? He, he, he called himself Doctor Seuss though because his dad kind of always wanted him to get into medicine. So it's like, well, oh. <laughs> I'm doing children's books instead. But maybe if I just call myself Doctor, I'll some make part make of my, my daddy dad's would be warmed. Yeah. No, his <laughs> name was Theodore Theodore Seuss Geisel. Hmm. Um, he that's what uh, was I said. Born March 2nd, 1904. Died September 24th, 1991, of cancer. R.I.P. Uh, he was an American children's author, political cartoonist, illustrator, poet, animator, and filmmaker, all according to Wikipedia, and they know what they're talking about over there. They really do. He is known for working, writing, and illustrating more than 60 books under the pen name Dr. Seuss. Um, his work includes many of the most popular children's books of all time, selling over 600 million copies and being translated into more than 20 languages by the time of his death. He is also currently the uh, second most uh, profitable dead person. After Michael Jackson. That's a morbid thing. I mean, only to think that, like, that there on. are lists. Hold
1: on. Sorry. I got to get that right. I got to say, I got to see the actual word that that is. Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. That's a morbid fact.
0: I guess. Yeah. I thought it was a fun fact, but. Okay. It was a fun, morbid fact.
1: It's, yeah, I, um, I guess they're I not mutually the, exclusive, right? The like, sad
0: fact about this is that there's a long list of dead celebrities who are still making more money than you or I. <laughs> massive, massive. And you money.
1: know what? That's you know, The most frustrating thing about that is that we are living celebrities.
0: And... <laughs> 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 oh, oh, the comedy just doesn't stop here, guys. Oh, um, hey
1: fucker what are you drinking oh sorry it's the children we're doing children's book sessions we're right. doing
0: <laughs> hey friend hey friend
1: what the frig are you drinking
0: uh yeah i've got a uh, I'm back to old classics i've got the mighty 90 uh, whistler brewing pale ale uh, low carb beer i think it's only got two grams of carbs it's a favorite of mine
1: nice nice
0: yeah what do you got going on um, it's St. Patrick's Day, uh, uh, the day that we're recording here.
1: Right. So, uh, honestly, I had no idea it was St. Patrick's Day. I didn't wear a lick of green until I put on my uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pajamas. So that's covered. Is that in what green. you're
0: recording in right now? That is
1: what I'm recording in right now. That yes. is hot, man. <laughs> you know what? It's it's all about the image in the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but I'm drinking the last few uh, sips of Night Watch Lighthouse Coffee Lager. Oh, I think I've had that. Yeah, it's good. Um, And then, which you'll probably hear me cracking open within the next couple of minutes, is uh, a tall can of Kirin Ichiban
0: beer. So So it's like made from noodles.
1: It is not. Then that is a little bit racist, um, which I think should be the theme of tonight. Of the theme should be not be racist. (laughs) No, it's like just a little bit racist. Like there was nothing in these books that really stood out to me. Like okay dr seuss theodore okay theodore calm your tits um, yeah but there was some things that were like okay that's a little bit racist yeah um so no this is just uh it's a it's premium beer
0: i don't think it's racist to say that like it's not about race it's about brand name
1: yeah but itchy ben yeah makes noodles. never mind don't listen to me
0: yeah so it's like if you had said you'd know open a can, if you had opened a can of like Heinz Lager, I'd be like, "Oh, is it <laughs> made with ketchup?" That's not a race thing. It's just that's what the name is known for. So, okay, I think you're the one, you're the one jumping to racist conclusions here.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe you're right. right.
0: Um So, Dr. Seuss's birthday, March second, uh, has been adopted in the U.S. as the annual date for National Read Across America Day. Which is an initiative on uh, reading created by the National Education Association. And that's kind of where this all started. For the last couple of years, um Read Across America Day has been distancing itself a little bit from Dr. Seuss books. They haven't been pushing his books as much as before. Now, how
1: would that feel? Um, like just people like not getting close to you on your birthday. They're like, it's his birthday. Like, just get the fuck away
0: from him. Like he's yeah, that guy's weird. That guy's done something. You're also dead in that scenario, though. Let's remember that, too. Right,
1: but you're also making way more money than we are. Right. <laughs> right. So <laughs> no.
0: you're dead, and people aren't reading your posthumous books as much on your birthday. Does that hurt your feelings? Uh, well, no, because <laughs> you're also dead. I think the Dr. Seuss Enterprises maybe had some concerns as they were watching um, maybe sales drop a little bit. Uh, and there was they were getting feedback from from schools and organizations about some of the imagery in some of these books. And uh, over the course of, I think a year over the course of like 2020, I think they said they kind of looked at it and they announced this year again on March 2nd on national read across America day. They said, we're going to be pulling these, uh, these six books from publication uh, because they do feature um, racial stereotyping or insensitive images. Mm -hmm. Those books were, uh, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry street, if I ran the zoo, McElligot's Pool, On Beyond Zebra, Scrambled Egg, Super, and the Cat's Quizzer. Um, And we got our hands on five of those books, and we read them. And now we're going to talk about them. Let's start with, uh, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, which I think, so first of all, the Mm -hmm. version that I got, this book was published uh, or copyrighted in 1937, yeah, yeah.
1: This book is. Old so this is the shit. oldest of them. Yeah,
0: and I ended up when I was reading the Wikipedia pages about these books. Uh, afterwards, I realized that the version that we read is actually the original version. Okay. Um. So there were some changes made to this version of the book later than this version. In the version that we read. There is a so. First of all, what is this book about? <laughs> this i you take is a minute about, to talk about. Sure, yeah. I mean, to this, talk about what each of these books are about, and so we can talk about whether, like, what are we really losing when we take these books out of circulation? Um, right, would you, so would you so like? Would was, you care to describe this book?
1: I mean, I've been trying for the last two minutes, but you keep cutting me off.
0: Hmm. <laughs> no, it's, my apologies.
1: You no, know, I'm just joking. Um, no, like this book was just about a kid. Um, who wanted to have a cool story to say when he came back to his dad about what he saw on Mulberry Street? Um, and he just left I countered that though. Why? This
0: this is a this is a book about a kid who's a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> he goes on to Mulberry Street and he sees this thing and he's like, you know what? That's, that's boring. too boring. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna make up a bunch of shit and I'm gonna tell my dad that that's what I saw because because <laughs> I'm a, I'm a I'm a liar. I can't stop. No, but he
1: doesn't lie in the end. He doesn't, he tells his dad the truth. He wants to come up with this great big story. And then every time he revisions the story, he says, well, well, if that's going to be the case, then this has to be the case. And then he just builds this extravagant event that happened on Mulberry Street. And then when he gets home and his dad's like, what happened? He's like, well, I saw a horse pulling away That's he knows
0: by now that if he lies to his dad about what he saw again, he's going to go to his room without any dinner.
1: Um, this was 1937. If he lied to his father, he was probably going to get beat a little bit.
0: Yeah, he was going to get a little bit of the belt. Yeah. Um, so the problematic part comes when he describes a Chinaman who eats with sticks. Uh, and then that Chinaman, of course, is uh, drawn in kind sort of a, a classical, uh, stereotypical Chinese way with the, the squinted eyes. Yeah. Um, uh, yellow ink for the skin,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and the two things that they did change later is they removed the yellow ink, which is I guess slightly better, mm-hmm. and uh, they changed it to Chinese man rather than Chinaman, China China yeah, because Chinaman is considered a slur. I don't know if it would have been in 1937. I mean, these are things that obviously change, and but I think even mm-hmm. then uh, it was it was considered not something you said because you loved and respected the Chinese people. Um, And that's pretty much the only reference in there.
1: No, hold on. I thought it was just a slightly bit worse than that in that one. Um, I'm just just trying to find it again here.
0: I mean, yeah, he's got the bowl and he's got the chopsticks and and the the squinted eyes. And I think he's got like the the black haired ponytail and probably some kind of um, um, like traditional traditional outfit on.
1: Oh, yeah, you're right. No, no. Yeah, this wasn't the worst one yeah it was just the chinaman who eats with sticks, and yeah he's drawn with yellow ink, so sort are of the rabbits um but yeah, I guess everybody else is drawn with white ink the
0: well that was i mean at the time that was just how you how you illustrated like how how do we know this person's Chinese well, you give him squinty eyes and we make him yellow
1: and we put him that's it, yeah,
0: not super racist, but not super racist, but also at the same time not- there's nothing in this yeah. book that needs to exist I'm sorry this yeah. I mean, sure, I guess it's it's a fun book about a kid using his imagination. But the flip side, it's about a kid who likes lying to his dad. And it, isn't that great? No, it's not. We can live with it. It wasn't
1: this. bad. I mean, but compared to like one fish, two fish, red fish, blue, I think oh yeah. Like, I mean, none of these <laughs> are fish. like. Um, blue,
0: I know that's, like that that is so hard
1: to say. <laughs> or the cat, <laughs> the, the hat. F- you know, like this thing is it's not iconic. I think yeah. that if it was iconic, um, Doctor Seuss, they would have just changed something.
0: I well, think and they would have tacked it. Um, there's apparently, there are apparently a, or some problematic things in the cat in the hat. Don't know what those are, but in the story I read, they mentioned that there are in there and they are still planning to publish the cat in the hat for now. Um, so yeah, I think the, the popularity of the book or the sales that the book continues to get is playing a part in which ones they decide to pull. Like these ones aren't moving. Oh yeah. Nobody gives a shit about Mulberry street anymore. And if these are
1: going to start affecting their ability to be, to be kind of, um, Featured in large book sale events, yeah, it only makes sense to to. They're not even pulling them. They're just they're not going to produce them anymore. Exactly right. It's not like they're like okay, we're gonna find every single copy of these books and we're gonna make sure that nobody's ever gonna be able to say that they've seen these. Like no, they're just like okay, we've been publishing these books for the last what eighty years, ninety years, for this one.
0: Yeah, something like that. They're yeah, I there's 37 They're ceasing
1: yeah. to do it, and that, and they're doing it for profit. I mean, and maybe as as well um, for an image for the company, and maybe whoever made the decision made it on a moral basis as well. I don't know, um, but mostly I think financial. And to my conservatives who apparently are really upset about this, um, that's not cancel culture. That is capitalism which is exactly yep. everything that you love about Western capitalism culture. culture. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I don't know what the fuck you want, um, but they, apparently they, you just want to be angry all the time.
0: Mulberry Street has had a good run. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to uh, pour one out for it. Sayonara, kid who can't stop lying. <laughs> okay. So now right. we run into... Uh, these are all pretty much about, um, you know, kids imagining wonderful things. Because here we have If I Ran the Zoo... Which is all about a kid who goes to the zoo and goes like, "It's all right, I guess." But, but if I, I ran was in charge, it. yeah, I would do all these things differently by finding all of these animals that, that don't, don't exist, exist. <laughs> yeah. and then forcing them into captivity. And how much better would that be if I, if my zoo had things that don't exist? Because this one doesn't.
1: Right, but yeah, they, um, but I, think I think this, this one, one. Yeah, this one was a little bit worse than Moberg. This we one just has
0: it. multiple instances, I think. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's the instances are a little bit worse. Well, like um, like
1: I'll hunt in the mountains of Zamba Matant with helpers who all wear their eyes in a slant. I guess it must be yep. Zamba Matant. Um yep. clearly referring uh to uh people of Chinese heritage again.
0: yeah
1: Um same thing. They're dressed with sandals, uh, long kind of um, kimono like shirts. Uh, yep. they're not yellow skinned so yeah so
0: by 1950 which is when this book was published we've made some progress (laughs) we've gone like okay we can stop coloring them yellow i think people get it now
1: no i think there was one instance in this book where he not only talked about um imprisoning a creature in the zoo but also uh, a person who happened to be um somebody who lived in the desert Mm, i do remember that yeah so um Malagatani is a fine or is fine for my zoo, and so is a chieftain, I'll bring one back too. So that is you know, kinda dehumanizes the person that he's talking about. I can see that being a little bit yep. racist for sure. Um, I think those are the only two that I noticed on there. What did you did you well, so there was else? the
0: the the chieftain from the desert of Zind sort of had um like a like an Indian or Persian look to him. He was like Mm -hmm. on a camel kind of a thing with a a turban. That's something that, that that kind of look appears a couple of times in these books. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then there was a a, a massively, massively racist. um, The, uh, when he goes to the African Island of Yerka um, and there were pictures of these three, these three Africans with like very black skin, this kind of top knot hairstyle, big, big lips massive uh, nose ring what? and like I don't think that was uh, in the version that grass I read. skirt oh really
1: no I don't remember that at all
0: oh wow um because yeah that is in there it's not, that's that's the not one, in the
1: version that that I've got here
0: that's the one that stood out to me as kind of the most blatantly like oh okay wow because at least with the you know the 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 Chinese caricature. They're wearing clothing, right? right? He's With the with the Africans, he's gone right to savages. With like the only thing that would have made it worse, maybe, is if it had been a bone through their nose mm-hmm. rather than the ring. Like that would have been just a little bit more okay. stereotypical and and bad and racist.
1: No, the version that I have does not have that in it at all. It does have a a very Russiany Russian. He's got like I remember seeing he's, that. He's too, got and like, I almost he's made got like bullets. It. Or like uh <laughs> what do you call them, suspenders? He's got bullets strapped around him, he's got the big is Russian it, hat, the big is Russian. Is it possible
0: beard. you just scrolled past it and, and didn't notice it? I, mean, no, I, I can
1: uh, no, I definitely would have noticed that. Um Oh my god, you're right. Holy fuck, how did I miss that? I just thought they were animals. Like I Holy shit, yeah, that's bad. When I just, I was, I just when assumed I was... it was like something, some creature that he drew, because it just did he it doesn't look human yeah Yeah. no that's really bad
0: um there were a few points where i was like am i like i'm not seeing anything am i really paying attention to the pictures do do i need to look at more because sometimes i just get into the flow of reading and i focus on the words and not the illustrations yeah
1: i think that's what i did as well i kind of looked over i saw the little tuft of hair i mentioned like he draws a lot of birds with the tuft of hair in the top Mm -hmm, i kind of just assumed it was just yeah no yeah that's
0: bad yeah that's bad uh, okay, um, that's that book. Yep. Uh, next is McElaget's Pool, which is from 1947. And I don't remember
1: anything really like hitting home with this one.
0: Yeah. Um, so it, this is a book about a stupid kid at a bad fishing pool. <laughs> Jeez, you just it's don't nothing. like the kids
1: in Dr. Seuss books. You're like, <laughs> I just that don't like one's Dr. a Seuss fucking Seuss liar. I don't know. That one know doesn't if know what animals exist. This one's just fucking <laughs> stupid.
0: I don't know if I made this clear or not at the beginning of the podcast, like I meant to. But a grown man or any grown person should not read five Dr. Seuss books back to back. (laughs) It will fuck your head up. (laughs) Like, like, when we we get to the next book, I objectively hate the next book. See, no, I
1: like the next book, so, you know, on one side, fuck you, but also let's talk about it.
0: Get ready to defend that position. (laughs) I will, I will. Uh, so yeah, this is about some kid who's fishing in a shitty fishing hole. It's got nothing but garbage in it. And some <laughs> dude comes along, this helpful dude is like, don't fish in this pool. There's no fish and it's got garbage in it. Like, it's like, yes, but maybe. But maybe. There's an underground tunnel that goes all the way to the ocean. What about it? Yeah, but
1: what about? Yeah. What about? Uh,
0: and so again, it's this, this fantasy imagining of all the different fishes that could come from all over the world to this underground tunnel to this fishing hole that really is just filled with garbage. This is what <laughs> teenagers go to party.
1: <laughs> jeez you hate teenagers. you're like fuck this kid he's a fucking liar fuck that kid he's stupid fuck those teenagers they just dumping shit all over the place
0: well they were in 1947 <laughs> Yeah, they were partying out of the pond and like tossing shit in there because they didn't nobody knew about recycling <laughs> 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 so the, apparently the problematic oh. thing in here is the um the reference to eskimos okay. um some eskimo fish from beyond hudson bay I guess it's considered kind of a slur in Canadian English, um, not so much in American English. Um, and then, of course, sort of the the stereotypical drawing of them in these sort of, like, bully things or whatever. That's apparently what the issue is. It's not that bad, but again, it's not that great a book either, so.
1: No, yeah, you know, this think,
0: one isn't great. I think, you know, to the to a certain extent, too, I imagine there's – there's a combination of what Dr. Sears Enterprises is doing here of getting rid of books that aren't selling and also going for um, kind of social awareness points by using these justifications for mm-hmm. it.
1: That makes Saying, sense. Like, we're yeah. getting
0: rid of these things because, because admittedly, I do think Eskimo maybe is a bit of a stretch. I don't know personally how much of a slur that would be to, I guess – Inuit is that the proper term? Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, but um, but obviously there is a certain amount of you know brand promotion that's going on through this. Like they, oh they yeah, just definitely. Nobody's been silently, nobody's been talking right? about Doctor
1: Seuss like this. Like I mean, no, God, no. Like even like riding this wave of controversy must be helping them. I would imagine it can't hurt them and like, uh, next. the fact that oh, it's a good controversy is fucking stupid though but anyway
0: yep <laughs> okay. now now to so, be fair yeah. if this was if this was a parents group going to a school and fighting to get these books removed on these grounds i could see some controversy there because at that point it is censorship mm-hmm. but when it's the business and the business is deciding to do with what they own as a business that's like you said, it's it's not cancel culture, it's capitalism culture. <laughs> yeah. And it's just yeah. Uh next book is On Beyond Zebra, which I think is the most recent book, um, of the ones we read, mm-hmm. which is nineteen fifty-five.
1: No, um, no, um The Cat I didn't I didn't read the Cat's Quizzer, but that was 76.
0: Right, which is why I said of the ones we read.
1: Oh, okay, got you. Got you. See, yeah.
0: This is I choose my words carefully there, sir. On behalf of being a podcast host, you see. <laughs> I, I mean, um, I just,
1: I just, it's like word salad for me. It's like. You what, just
0: blurt out whatever you want. Whatever sometimes comes to mind.
1: But most things don't come. I usually just sit there and go like, and I nod at the fucking microphone when you're saying stuff. <laughs> and it's like, this is a sometimes good. Sometimes
0: it's Mulberry. I'm sometimes it, I'm it's in, Mulligan. <laughs> who knows what's going Nobody knows what's coming out of your mouth half the time.
1: And as I'm nodding to you at my, like <laughs> through my microphone, I'm like, this is a good podcast. This is going to be a good podcast. I listened to you I was well, like, I didn't say anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll do a special video podcast one day. So everyone can, so everyone can see
1: cards. my, Hey, you know what? Like I look very content, like a, like it's a good, like solid, like I understand kind of yeah, nod, yeah, you yeah. know? Like it's kind not just finger- one of those, it's like, you know, it's not like a fast nod or like one of those, like, you know, kind of a no nods, you know, it's like a really good, like, yeah, man, I got you. Yeah. It's slow,
0: but it's, it's like, you're, you're really giving a good thought. Exactly. I'm yeah, doing it's awesome. it right now. Excellent. I can imagine it. I can see it in my head. <laughs> okay, and, so and see viewers, what on beyond... listeners at home, take a moment to can, to imagine that in your head, and it will <laughs> it'll improve your your podcasting experience. And you can even go back in some past <laughs> episodes now and try to put that picture in your head and see how much better those episodes get. So, why don't you tell me, sir, what On Beyond Zebra is about?
1: So, On Beyond Zebra is about all the letters that um, this kid with a really fucked up name. Um what the fuck was his name? Mm. Ode oh, Todd well, No. I don't
0: think I don't think the narrator ever gets named, but the kid oh. that he's teaching the the alphabet to does.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that- that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. The, Courtney, uh, the kid. Court- no, no, no. Conrad Cornelius O'Donnell Odell.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh I thought it was Odowd. Wasn't it O'Dowd? No, it's Odell. Okay,
1: fine. My very young friend who is learning to spell.
0: Right. So there's a bunch of imaginary letters. Here's my problem with this book. Mm-hmm. Um. Here's, here's what he says. In the places I go, there are things that I see that I never could spell if I stopped with the Z.
1: But, like, everything is spelt with the 26 with letters. With actual the letters. The yeah, right. but also, like, I...
0: It's like, no, 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 stop, just listen. (laughs) Okay. Like right away, he introduces the word yuz, which he uses to spell yuzamatuz, and then he says, like, he couldn't have spelled it that way. And it's like, no, you just did. (laughs) You didn't use the yuz letter. It's yuzz hyphen (laughs) a hyphen ma hyphen t u z z. You never used the letter that you introduced and claimed had to be used to spell that word. (laughs) The central concept of this book is wrong. I disagree.
1: I disagree because there was was no way for it, like, especially for a child. He can't introduce this letter, say that this letter sounds like this, and then use that letter in the next sentence and expect his audience to understand what he's talking about. Look,
0: if you're going to tell me, if you're going to tell me that you cannot spell a word without that letter, and then you spell that same word without using that letter, you are, (laughs) once again... (laughs) We were once again a liar in Dr. Seuss book.
1: Okay, but here's the thing. Yes, he is lying about needing these letters to spell the animals that he's talking about. But here's the thing, and I I really appreciated this book for this. Um, It really opens up the idea to a child's mind that even things as fundamental as the alphabet came out of the human imagination... And that there is room to grow from there, whether or not that means you know.
0: Obviously, most Lying people. My your friends.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, that doesn't mean that most kids are going to go out and make their own language. Some kids do, and it is an exercise in creativity. Um, and I I appreciated that in this book. Um, I agree with you. None of these letters were necessary. Um, but it really does open up, I think, that idea in a kid's mind that everything around him, uh, from the alphabet to the names of things and places, uh, they all came from an imagination.
0: Okay, well, if kids make their own alphabet, they should just make sure that the words that they spell with an alphabet can't be spelled any other way.
1: Okay, but you can sp- <laughs> You can spell... <laughs> You can spell Japanese words with the Roman alphabet. It doesn't necessarily mean that Japan doesn't need to have their own alphabet or their own writing system. No
0: one is saying that you require the Japanese alphabet to spell Japanese words. This kid is claiming, literally, that you have to use these letters to spell these things, that they can't be spelled any other way.
1: Alright, alright. He's... Okay. If you want to split hairs... Which I know you do.
0: I'm, I'm honestly going to admit that if this was maybe the first book I'd read, I'd probably have a better reaction to it. But because this came <laughs> this along while so well, okay. was, I was already getting tired of Dr. Seuss. I was just like, fuck this guy by this point. Uh, okay. Uh, last book. Okay, but hold on. What was... What was? Oh, what was bad on this yeah, book? Yeah. Uh, I, did... I, I think it was The Nazim of Basim. Who again, is one of these kind of um eastern Indian, uh, right? Parisian, um, or Persian. The the guy on the camel, he's got a turban, he's got sort of the the baggy pants, kind of like um, like in Aladdin, wherever that's set. Um, well,
1: Aladdin is Arab, so
0: oh, there you go, yeah, um. Uh, so I think that's that's the thing that was problematic, and again, it's not huge um, in my mind, but not compared to some of the other ones, at least.
1: No, definitely. And you know what? I I'm surprised that I missed that 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 one um, in the zoo one. Mm -hmm. like i i think maybe it was just like so far beyond anything i was expecting to see that i
0: just my brain didn't even register your brain blocked it out yeah
1: it didn't even block it out it was just like i just i i saw a image with with a few animals we're talking about animals in a zoo so but i yeah that one no bueno theodore come on ted We've got
0: one more book that we read. It's called Scrambled Eggs Super from 1953. I will say this one is my favorite book. Okay. Because um, I can get behind the goal of trying to make even better scrambled eggs. I like scrambled (laughs) eggs. Okay. Um, But you know what? If there's a way that we can make some better scrambled eggs. super? If we can make some scrambled eggs super duper poopers, (laughs) duper from Edwin O'Tooper or whatever his name was or something like that, uh, I'm down for that. Um. Although, again, I th- the one thing I thought was interesting about this book, um, is it? it's a kids' book, so of course, this is what happens when like a grown man spends a couple hours reading, uh, five Doctor Seuss books in a row. I'm like, why is he judging all of these eggs based on like their taste? Like, that's that's like a secondary feature of what an egg is meant to do, right? Eggs are not necessarily meant to be eaten. They're part of the reproductive process of birds, right? <laughs> And so there's one – There at one point he mentions that there was an egg he left behind because it was, like, too thick and it tasted bad. And I'm like, that's so cool. This bird has has evolved an egg that has a better survival chance because nothing's <laughs> going to eat it.
1: Nothing's going to eat it.
0: Whereas, for the, according to the book, this is a bad thing because in, in, in the, the book's mind, the only purpose of eggs is to be eaten as part of this excellent scrambled egg. So I thought that was entertaining. <laughs> Uh, and I think in this book again it's it's the Eskimos again which is problematic.
1: Okay.
0: But again there was another sort of um arab looking um fellow at a certain point as well. But again they were just minor sort of instances and again nothing like the um the the chinese caricatures or the 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 african caricatures that were just woo. Yeah. Woo. And then there's one more called The Cat's Quizzer which we didn't read that um Maybe it's the worst. <laughs> uh, we don't know because we didn't read it and uh, can't comment. Uh, I mean, we I think,
1: can, but it? we'd be
0: lying. Oh, I actually looked it up at one point. It was. Okay. Um, I, I'll have to look it up again, but um, it is, it is maybe not great, and it's less visual. I think, and more of a, a something in the text. Oop! It's like a series of questions. Okay, the book. Not a proper uh, like quiz book though, because it's Dr. Seuss and so all of the made up answers are going to be lies. Um... Yeah, so apparently uh, the reason for the book's withdrawal from publication is an illustration on page 11 of a yellow figure in a coolie hat with the caption, "How old do you have to be to be a Japanese? Okay. So, that's that. The answer is it's not (laughs) age-dependent. You're either born Japanese or you're not. Um, Good try, cat in the hat. You almost got me there, but not this time.
1: You're like, holy shit, I'm getting old. Am I Japanese now?
0: (laughs) the grand scheme of things, I don't think we're we're losing out on a whole lot. Yeah, um, I'm not super heartbroken. With these these books. Um, I know there's been a lot of posts on on Facebook the last three weeks or so that are focused on, like, these are all the things. Pardon me. These are all the positive things I learned from uh, Dr. Seuss. And it's like, great! None of those are in these books, so what's the problem then? (laughs) Um, We can continue learning these good things that we learn from things like I don't know. Uh The Lorax I think has good messages. Horton hears mm-hmm. a who has some good messages. The Grinch <laughs> has some good messages. Mm-hmm. Uh one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish hey, just remains hard to, to say out loud. Um speaking of which, you know I was going to tell on. you. I
1: can't say that, but I can say wacky inflatable arm flailing two band. I can say that, but I can't say red flish. Fuck. It. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> fuck.
0: I have a tongue twister for you to try. Okay. One that I invented while I was driving around with Morgan a, a couple of months ago. Okay, uh, it is. It's very simple. It's two words or three words, I guess. Kermit the turnip. <laughs> kermit the turnip. Kermit yeah, the but turnip. Five kermit
1: th- th- oh my god, Kermit the turnip. Kermit the turnip. Kermit the turnip. Kermit the turnip. It's tricky. Well, eh? Tell you what. Hold on. Just give me the raw files. I'm going to say it one time. Kermit. the yeah.
0: <laughs> say it once, Kermit. You're say it once, and then you're just gonna copy exactly. and paste it. Exactly, <laughs>
1: Kermit the Turnip. And then we're just gonna paste it five times. Okay, and be like boom, For sure.
0: done. You would too. I would. Um, yeah, I and don't I, would think just, I would do that just. I would do that just to win
1: at a children's game. Do
0: <laughs> not test me in a podcast about children's books. Um, yeah. So yeah, no great loss in these books. Um, even my favorite one, uh, an ode to how awesome scrambled eggs are. Yeah. It's not it's not going to help me cuz none of those eggs are real. I can't I can't even learn from that book to make better scrambled eggs.
1: Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's funny the one that you thought was your least favorite was my most favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and I think for very different reasons, I don't know. One because you're just a bigoted old man and then like, I thought hey was... now. <laughs>
0: no, I'm just joking. Where did the bigoted come from? I can take the old band, but bigoted I, No,
1: no, no, I just joking. No, you I know, like I really enjoyed thing. I enjoyed it.
0: I I expect a narrator in a book to play fair. Okay. I don't care if that narrator's a kid. Okay. And I don't care if that kid thinks he can get away with it because this young younger kid isn't smart enough to figure it out. I'm the one reading the book. And if you're gonna make this claim, You can't spell these words without these imaginary letters. You can't turn around and then spell the words with those imaginary letters. (laughs) You're now a fucking liar, whose whole central conceit for this book has been exposed (laughs) to be flawed. That's it. That's my final point.
1: Take it to Congress. Take it to Congress. Fuck this kid. Lobby. Lobby. I don't have to. The book's already being removed. Take to the streets, Todd. My take work. To the
0: streets. My work. I don't even have to start. Sue, stuck a <laughs> student You, need to, you need to do it. You need, it.
1: You need to do a For Canadian me. protest. You need to write a sign that says, "I am a little bit upset." You need to stand outside.
0: No, no, you're missing the point. I don't have to do anything. It's already being removed. Right.
1: It's done. Right. Well, then it's stop pitching about it. Jesus, you already won. You didn't even if try, I, anyone
0: If I wanted to find a book that I could piss on, I can't because it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> And eBay, I, I guess it's been delisted from eBay now too, because like the, the, the collector's values are going through the roof. Oh, so okay. We'll probably come back in a, in well, a
1: couple months. Well, if anybody's listening and you have any of these books, um, and they're
0: in good shape, congratula- to- oh, congratulations,
1: congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We would love to read these hard copies Just Again, send them our way.
0: Yeah. And, and not at all hang on to them until their value gets really, really, really high.
1: And then, and then, and then we'll misplace them. Profit.
0: And when you ask there. for
1: them back, we'll be like, bro, I don't know. I don't know, man. Ask the kid who doesn't know how to spell.
0: He I think already had, they had they them last. Fuck you. We'll just keep <laughs> we'll, no no, we'll just keep sending them back and forth. And you say, like, I do I Todd I thought I had them last. Adam, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, that's the that's I the I think the, Todd gave them to his kid. I don't, I don't know.
0: know. <laughs> uh okay, that's uh, that's about it. I don't know if there's much else to say.
1: Um okay. Out of five. Out of five uh, Loraxes. Mm,
0: two out
1: of five. Two out of five.
0: Two out of five. Some good rhymes, okay. but too many lying kids and <laughs> dumb kids. Todd, and Todd, kids Todd, who don't know what gives us
1: Three lying kids out of five. <laughs> How about you? How many lying kids were there? Okay, there was the pawn kid. He was a liar. He didn't know what the fuck was going on. There was uh, the alphabet kid, apparently. The street kid. I'm going to speak on your behalf on this one and say, fuck that kid. Um, Three was the... Mulberry Street. Mulberry Mulberry Street Street was a liar. Yeah, he was a liar. Um, A zoo
0: kid was just imagination.
1: No, but he was a liar. He was like looking right at the zoo man. He's like, I could do better.
0: Maybe he could if he could get, like, five-legged look- lions or ten-legged lions. He was
1: looking right at the zoo guy. He was like, you know what? You're fu- Fuck you. I know how to do your job better than you, and I'm five.
0: I guess technically egg guy was a liar, too, because he actually said that he went and got all those eggs that don't exist, and he couldn't have because they don't exist. Right. So, so
1: five lying children out of five.
0: That is the real heritage of Dr. Sears <laughs> teaching kids the value of lying for entertainment.
1: Um. You know what? I'm going to give these... Overall, uh three and a half out of five. Um I I enjoyed them. I enjoyed most Dr. Seuss books that I read, so I like the rhyming. Yeah. I'm pretty easy to please. Um <laughs> I mean change the pictures. So few, you didn't you didn't have the same words, kind of
0: brain breaking effect by the end of it that I did that it was breaking no, like, but, uh, but rhyming.
1: But also, and this will probably be for bonus content, but uh, I totally forgot we were recording this week. So I read them within a, like a twenty-five minute time span before we started this podcast. So um yeah, I don't think I had a chance to open up that the same <laughs> floodgates as you. Um but yeah. No, I, I enjoyed it. Uh I'm not sad that they're going to be gone. It's not my call. Do your thing, Dr. Seuss Publishing Incorporated, whatever the fuck your name is. Enterprises. Enterprises. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not heartbroken. If it was maybe Cat in the Hat, I think I'd be a little more pissed, but these were okay. They
0: weren't great. There you go. Final thoughts. These were okay. Not great. <laughs> Official word from Orin. Thanks for listening. Uh, we're taking next week off. Uh, and then we are uh, we're back again for the big Easter weekend crossover holla <laughs> uh which I think will be a good time. Uh, Carlosia will be around. We'll have two episodes out that weekend, and uh, and Oren will be guesting over on uh, Half Cut Conspiracies. And speaking of which, Carlo
1: will be guest speaking on. When ban things again did, good I people.
0: Not, did I did I mention Carlo was going to be here I don't
1: know I wasn't really paying
0: attention okay no <laughs> sorry I didn't think you did I may not have but you might have helped fill that blank we'll see um, speaking of half-cut conspiracies let's talk about all the other things that are related to blah 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 media um, of course you can uh, well, there's the other podcast, Half Cut Conspiracies, which I uh, host with my friend Carlos here, where we have drinks and we talk about conspiracy theories, and it's fun, and we laugh, and uh, and conspiracy theories are silly. Um, it's
1: very different from this podcast where we 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 drink and we argue with each other.
0: Right. It's it's a different <laughs> it's a different tone. It's a different tone. It's uh, more laughs and and fewer debates. Um, although there are laughs, of course, here too. We we have fun over here in podcast land, don't we? We do yeah um we are on facebook uh, facebook.com slash things happen uh you can also email us at band things happen at gmail.com if you please like what we're email doing us. If you it's like a
1: barren a wasteland yeah.
0: send us have something a, have a- Send us something. No tell dick us picks, what though. you liked on the podcast. No dick uh, tell us what you didn't like on the podcast. Tell us what you think we should read next when we were live uh, last week. Someone suggested maybe we cover of Mice and Men, which maybe we're gonna add to our upcoming list of books to cover. Um if if you have something you think we should read, we can't know about it if you don't tell us. And one of the easiest ways to tell us is to email us. Um we have a website. Uh, it is blah blah, blah com. You can find all of our podcasts there for both this and for Half Cut Conspiracies. Um, One day soon, that's going to be sort of like the the best place to find all of the social links and everything else. But for the moment, uh, I haven't done those changes yet. So uh, they're coming still. Um, If you want to support us, we have Patreon. We're at patreon.com slash blah, blah, blah media. You can subscribe for anywhere from two bucks to what's the highest? 500 bucks a month, I think. Yeah, I mean, do it. Um, no, what with, was uh, what, are, what,
1: what what do we do? what do we give them for the five? Well, I can't even remember.
0: They're like they're 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 the virtual like digital virtual producer. I think no something anyway. What they get is like direct access to us. Like everything we spend the money on, we're sending them pictures of it. Um, we're like live streaming with them. We're doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Okay. Yeah. Mostly, I think just sending pictures of what we spend the money on. <laughs> it's
1: like here's my new shirt. Do you like it? <laughs> 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 just joking. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, And then uh, you can, if you just want to do a one time donation, that's buy me a coffee. It's buymeacoffee.com slash blah, blah, blah. You can buy us as many coffees as you want. My mom recently bought us some coffees, which we're going to turn into beers magically (laughs) and drink them. She bought them to thank us for, or to to congratulate us for surviving
1: the The Turner Turner Diaries.
0: Diaries. Oh, that was very nice of her. Oh, my mom's a sweetheart. Um, And then I guess I should mention another podcast I'm on called Mysteries of Madness with Dave Coleman, And uh, it's a, a mystery RPG with horror elements set in 1940s L.A., Uh, We're just starting a brand new story arc over there, so now's a good time to like jump in and get on board with this new story. Although to be fair, um, it is sort of a continuing epic, so you might want to you need to go back and and maybe listen from the beginning. Go
1: back and listen because it is very, very good, very good. What Dave is doing is like he's 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 piecing together, he's dramatizing everything with with sound effects with music. Exactly, it's it's really cool. It's it's. A lot of fun to listen to. Absolutely.
0: Uh any final words before we go?
1: Um I mean.
0: Do you have anything you want to promote? Do you have like a, a cool Twitter account that you think people should follow or
1: No, I mean Instagram I, or
0: I, uh, you need to do something cool that we can promote here.
1: I do cool stuff. I have an album.
0: There you go. Check it out. Where can, it's like, where can people find it's your like album?
1: fifteen years old. <laughs> Find it on iTunes, Google Play there, Music. There you go. Um No, I got nothing to really really promote. I'm just kind of going with the flow. I like doing this. Cool.
0: Nice. Yeah. And well, if you're listening got, to this, I'm really this. happy
1: that you're here listening to this with us.
0: Oh. Yeah. That's a virtual hug for all our listeners <laughs> right now. Here, I'll give you a little hug and maybe you'll feel better that the big bad Dr. Seuss Enterprises is taking these books.
1: Oh, away. no, I do have a final thought. I do. Have, okay, to, to everybody who is upset about this, um, like, uh, what the fuck? What the fuck, yeah. man?
0: Mm, mm, very wise. What the fuck? Yeah. With that, my name's Todd Sullivan. My name is Oren Barter. And this has been When Banned Things Happen to Good People. Now go read a different fucking book, because these books aren't available anymore. <laughs> Bye.